What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Yeah, it is time for What You Need to Know. It's being brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Along with Clinton Yates, who is sitting in the George Sedano chair. What up? Elsie Granderson fired up today. She didn't travel. She didn't travel. We're out here watching a WNBA game, and he's, <laughs> trying, he's, trying, to, he's trying to give me the play-by-play. She didn't travel. That's, that's I, a bad that call. That didn't appear to be a walk to me, either, but it was not a great defensive set. Any, you know, offensive play. Anyway. It was not. Anyway. How are you, Elsie? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm fine. Good, you good, guys good. are awesome. Sorry. Yeah. I love the fact that you, the two of you are in studio together. I feel like such a moron no. that I'm at home. No, I tried no, to tell no, you no. yesterday to drive up here. What I, is worth see, watch your foot. Watch your foot. The foot never leaves the ground. Her one foot goes yeah, up, the other one stays really in, and it's still there. Mm-hmm. See? She yeah. didn't travel. <laughs> All right, Laura, what do we need to know? Let's find out. I mean, Elsie already gave it. What you need to know, she did not travel. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's nice to know the umpires are garbage in the WNBA, too. Umpires. The, refs, the referees. Come on, man. My bad. The refs. Bro. The refs. I corrected myself. <laughs> Long before you gave a look or said, come on, man, I corrected myself. <laughs> there was a look. There was definitely a look. <laughs> a dirty look, too. One of them go out and back get my own switch right, looks go, go, go. <laughs> oh my anyway, god so we all want to know why oh snap she didn't just do that yes she did and she told the yes, players she to stay and on the she bench told her stand up. That's sabrina sabrina with that, that kobe great. mentality she's got that mamba all up in her as you may recall laker fans she was actually in part of the memorial at the staples center and she just hit this clutch three-point shot that was amazing. Amazing. Sorry, Laura. Go ahead. No, you good. You good. You guys got, are hyped. I'm hyped. I'm watching the game, too. I wasn't watching before that. Okay, so we all want to know why there's a Shake Shack in Dodger Stadium and not an in and out mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. your boy from the LA Times, Bill Shaken, wrote yeah. a story. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to read. I'm going to read what the vice president of in and out said. in and out Okay. Denny Workin? Worknick, I hope I said his name right. Sponsorship, sponsorships of a major sports team, stadium or arena, isn't a strategy that we choose to take advantage of. When it comes to sports teams, we prefer to sponsor local schools, community teams, and efforts to support the communities where we do business. So they're not interested in partnering with big arenas or anything like that, yeah. which I love, man. It's I like, don't hate that. I love that. And I think when you're in and out too, you have the you have the luxury to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your brand your brand's big enough. You don't really need it like that. And so here's another thing: they don't want to have like a negative backlash because the prices are going to shoot up, right? Yeah. Right. So the average in and out burger goes from two dollars and eighty cents to about four fifty on any location. Wow. Shake Shack is. Five fifty to about eleven dollars, but inside Dodger Stadium, they're about nine to fourteen dollars. Oh wow! So yeah, that the price point changes entirely. And if you're mm-hmm. talking about In-N-Out, half the reason people like it is because it's cheap. Exactly, you know and it's good. Yeah, so that's okay. How, how much are the carrots and celery sticks? Oh, here we go. Bro, ain't nobody care about that for In-N-Out. You know I you? do. You know I. I do. mean, I love carrots too and celery. When I get wings, that's the first thing I eat. But not an In-N-Out. Oh my bad, my bad. You yeah. see this yeah. shot by In-N-Out? Sabrina Ionescu, dude? Yonescu is how you pronounce that. Yonescu. Yonescu. Yonescu? Yes. What about, Yonescu. what about Yonescu? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? The best part of that play, though, is that she motioned all of her bench, all of her teammates back to the bench. Yes, she did. So they didn't get text. That was amazing. You guys missed it. That's what y'all need to know, by the way. Thank you, yes. Laura. Yes. <laughs> right. Brought to us by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times.
So if you're just getting with us, let me, before we get back to the phones, I'm laying it out for you, for everybody that's just getting here. Clinton Yates and I believe that the Lakers should not play LeBron and AD and LZ and most of the callers say that LeBron and AD should play these next two games on the road at Indianapolis and at New Orleans. Let's go to the phones. Here's Jeff in L.A. on SLK on 710 ESPN. What's up, Jeff? Yo, Jeff. There you go. Jeff, you're on the air. Jeff is not on the air. Jeff is goodbye. He's he's Bluetoothing, and he doesn't understand. James in Arcadia, what do you say? Hey, guys, love the show. First time, long time. Um, Before I get to the Lakers, I was a Lyft driver, and I got plenty of alcohol as gifts, although I never got a bunch of – I never got a lap dance, unfortunately. As for the Lakers, um, here's, I think they should rest them, and here's why. Last year, they had a, a four-month break, and they got extended rest, and obviously they won the championship. So you guys are awesome. Thanks a bunch. Cumulative wear and tear, LZ. Shortened offseason, five weeks between the draft and training camp, after the bubble, age. I'm just saying, there's an argument that is well beyond just The notion of the right now. There is a cumulative element where the rest matters. I understand. I understand. Okay. But I also understand that Dwight Howard is gone. Sure. JaVale JaVale McGee is is gone. gone. Yes. Rondo is gone. Correct. Danny Green is gone. Not walking through that door. None of those guys are walking through the door. We have a whole new squad, basically, that has not played together. Because and, here, and we don't practice because of the shortened, to your point, the shortened off season. Yes. And the age factor. We don't really practice, right? Right. So here's your last little opportunity to work on some things, to tweak some things for people who are handling the rock, the Dennis's, the THT's, the bronze, the ones who are going to be responsible for delivering the rock in the shooter's hands or in the post player's hands. These are your last two opportunities to figure out, oh, they like the rock here. They like a bounce pass here. They like this here. They like that. This is your last opportunity to do that. Okay. After, after these last two games, the next opportunity you get to do that, win or lose, you might be going home. So these are the last two games in which you can work on these things without the outcome of the game knocking you out of the postseason. I understand. I get it. I just Then I've why said, you keep trying to dig I, in I, because with your I raggedy tail? Because I think that if yes. you've got to do that much tweaking and turning say, in the last two games of the season, well, your host you, might not you, be as high as you think. You know, it's really funny. I mean I, that too, I, by I, the way. I, 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 think, I did a story once. Yeah. And um, it was a story about the great artist by the name of Cher. Perhaps you know her. I'm familiar with her work, yes. Yeah. Mm. She was coming into town. Okay. And so I was a newspaper reporter. I was assigned a story. So I went, I got a chance to interview Cher. You know when my time was to interview her? No. After sound check. How long has Cher been touring? How long has she been I'm a performer? 30 years. 40, 50 years. Yeah. And she still does a sound check before her shows. This is a garbage analogy. After 50 <laughs> years of doing this, she still tweaks. She still works to make sure it's going to work exactly the way it's supposed to play him. That's the difference between excellence and winging it. Okay. You want the Lakers so, to wing so it. So LeBron's winging it now? You want the Lakers. Le- LeBron James. Le- was LeBron James who's here? played more games than any James other guy his age. Was LeBron James here last year? Yes. 
Was Dennis here last year? No. Oh, okay. Was Andre Drummond here last year? I trust LeBron was, more was, than was, this. Was, Why was, am I was, getting attacked for trusting Harrell? LeBron James was, was Trez leading Harrell? a team? Was, I'm asking. I'm just curious. Was I Trez, don't understand this. Hey, Greg, was Trez here last year? No, he was on that other team. Oh, okay. so he was there, just down the hall. Okay, all right. A crappy one. Just check. Was Marcus Saul here last year, Greg? No, no, he was up north. Oh, okay. What? Mar- those people are not named okay. LeBron James or AD. Okay, all right, okay. All right, share still sounds check, but you don't think the Lakers should. Okay. <laughs> 50 years. You would think if anyone earned the ability to say, we got this before the show, it would be someone who's toured for 50 years. I don't think there's anything close to a we got this. That's where you're misunderstanding my point. This is not we got this at all. This is well, we need afraid. this, so we going to say what we got in the tank Cher for when the say, on chips are on the table. Cher didn't say, oh, I can't do a sound check because I might trip and sprain my ankle <laughs> and not be able to perform. <laughs> She didn't do that. This is not my point, though. It's not a we got this. That's what I mean. It's a we need this. You want me to give you another analogy? No. I didn't like that analogy to begin with. I can give you another Let's one. Let's get some of these calls, Cap. I can All give right, you another James one. James in Pasadena. <laughs> James, get in on this conversation. What's up, James? James, I know you're listening to the radio. Turn your radio down. First James. you turn yeah. it down. And put some bass you... in it because I sound yeah. a little light in that. All right, I heard my voice. I didn't like that. Mike in Monrovia. It's SLK on 710 ESPN. What do you say, Mike? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm, I'm a diehard Laker fan uh, since 1980. And my the DNA of Lakers runs in our family since then, you know? I mean, I'm so sorry to say it. You know, I'm, everybody's going to come at me right now, including my family. I don't see any champions this year. One reason is logic plus numbers equals sense. The whole season is about wishful thinking, you know? All we see, oh, it's going to come back and... You know, I don't see the desire, you know. And whether they play, it's not going to make a difference. I, I never believe, I never thought that one day we're going to be talking about playing tournament, you know, if they when the season started. That's all I have to say. God bless you guys all. Okay. Look, God bless you too, man. Expectation management. So Mike is... He doesn't, he doesn't see, he thinks the whole season's been wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. The whole season, wishful thinking. The whole season. It's it's it it make what do you say? Numbers plus what do you say? What was that? What was that little equation he just dropped? That was a that was a hidden gem in that. Was he said numbers plus logic equals sense? Is that what it was? Yes, that, what that, that was, was? That, that was right. That was? It. Yeah. 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 I think that was J. Cole. I, yo, get out of here. Not a Kendrick line? <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick didn't drop anything at midnight. <laughs> wow. Numbers plus logic or was it logic plus numbers equals sense? That was that was a gem. That's what I, I like took that. from that cap. No, what I took from it was he sees the world as half full. That's okay. what I took away. Because okay. he said the entire season has been wishful thinking. And I recall the season starting off with us having the best record in the league. I remember the season when LeBron James was the leading MVP candidate. So I don't even recall this whole season wishful thinking. I recall a season of unevenness, yeah. a, a, a season of with obstacles that we didn't necessarily have to face a season ago. That is true. But I don't see a season full of wishful thinking. Well, I mean, I think what he's saying is how long, I mean, how long was, how long is, have they, were they in first when they were? It was like a week, right? That was longer than a week. It was two weeks. It wasn't that long. What do you mean it wasn't that long? I'm just saying, the Jazz passed them up pretty quick and did not relinquish are you trying? Are you really coming at me with jazz energy no, right now? I'm not, Everybody no, knows no, that I'm is the just, fakest number one seed since the Atlanta very, Hawks. I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is that his point is if if he if he is the warrior that you so openly despise, I can see why he's saying that because you know, right, look here, at the standings. Here, oh here's gosh. here's another call. Let's let's see what Mike has to say here. Hey Mike, it's SLK on 710 ESPN. Jump in on this, Mike. What do you think? 
I think I'm going with LZ here, the common sense thinker on your guys' show. This is a, a sport where you got to have tempo, guys. I mean, I know LeBron's the greatest to ever play. AD's fantastic and all. But if you don't have tempo and you're just running up and down the court in a practice situation, it's a lot different. And that's in every sport. Uh, and I also want to throw in that Renee Zellweger would be the best genie bus. Oh, second day callback. I like that LZ in is you. officially off the rails. We're not getting I any like sports talk. I like that in you. Season. In fact, I'm about to do you one better. <laughs> I'm going to do you one better. So I interviewed Rufus Wainwright this morning. Say that three times fast. I can't. I barely got out the one time. And he does a Judy show. In fact, he has a show in which he's doing Judy Garland. Many of you may know, Renee Zellweger won the Oscar for playing Judy. She okay. showed up to all of his rehearsals and stuff, and he tried to get her to sing for his upcoming concert. I thought that was pretty cool. Full circle, if you will. <laughs> okay. Full circle. Okay. I'll take, you your, I'll take your word for it. A gay man singing a gay icon along with the woman who won an Oscar for playing such character. Gotcha. It was a full morning. I was going to say, this is, I mean, you're, you're, you're focused. I'm very, very focused. I had lots of time because I was waiting for an Uber. Right. Seven seven cancellations. Seven cancellations, <laughs> right. man. Seven cancellations it was later. Rufus who I was late for. Deep, yeah. <laughs> deep you know how embarrassing it is for the for the, the journalist to walk in late and the talent is actually sitting there like going, what's up, man? Yeah, that, that's very embarrassing. <laughs> Why are you late? Right. Why are you late? What happened there? That's funny. I was like, you need to understand. You see this? Hey, Zeus canceled and then Karen canceled and then he didn't really care. I got gotcha. you. No. Hey, listen, if you want to jump in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up right around the corner, we're getting there, big deal or no deal. I know everybody's standing around waiting for it. Like, let's go. Let's get the big deal or no deal. It's coming up real soon. More of your calls on the way. And are the Dodgers about to turn it all around? I know Clinton wants to talk some baseball. We'll get there coming up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN. Quick shout out to Pedro Torres from Long Beach. Okay. Pedro won the autographed Kobe basketball earlier today on Mason in Ireland. So we gave one, gave away one earlier. And I just want to send a shout out to Pedro Torres from Long Beach. Congratulations and remind everybody tomorrow afternoon, two thirty on ESPN. Kobe's induction into the Hall of Fame. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano on SLK. What's up? Elsie Granderson has been in fuego today. And in LZ, fuego and in transit. Yeah, in that's transit. right. He was. LZ, I think Clinton and I are going to have to just admit we got to take the L on this. You and most of the callers agree LeBron and AD should play. So with that said, I'll throw this at you guys. Since, mm-hmm. again, Clinton, we're taking the L on this one. Yep. If we take a look at the Dodgers, I'm going completely opposite ends of the spectrum here. Mm-hmm. Is this the weekend? I mean, when, can you look at the last two games, wins against Seattle, Miami for three in town? Is this the time? Can, can the turnaround, can it, will it happen now? 
<sighs> I think that the most important thing for the Dodgers right now is frankly the Cody Bellinger situation. I don't want to make too many comparisons to the Lakers, but like I, I let me just say it this way, LZ. Mm-hmm. I am a proponent of being back at 100%. And the, the, the parallels are not the same for baseball and um, basketball, obviously. obviously. But I am a proponent of being back at 100% is an important thing. And particularly for Cody, because it's not just a skill level thing. It's a, it's a guy in the dugout, guy in the clubhouse thing. Mm-hmm. And if he's back on this team in this lineup, I think a lot of things begin to turn around almost instantly simply because of the kind of player he is, LZ. You know, that is, this is the element of their slump that Cap pointed out very quickly, and that was there is a direct correlation between the beginning of their slump and the departure of Cody. Yeah. And, you know, initially when he was out, it felt as if we're fine because we had an embarrassment of riches. But all riches aren't the same. True. Silver's not gold. Gold's not a diamond, you know? Yeah. So you can still be of great value, but obviously, we're learning now that perhaps they're not quite as interchangeable as we had thought. Bellinger was the diamond. Yeah. He, he may have been the diamond. But I'm looking at this picture of Corey Seager. <laughs> you know when this was taken? No. This season. No. Does he look worried? No, look at his dog. Right. What's his dog's name? He looks comfortable. That's a great looking DOG. I don't know what the dog's name is, but I know the caption says off day vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so he ain't worried. Okay. Right? Okay. So if the if the World Series MVP is not worried, if the NLCS MVP is not worried, then I'm not going I'm going to look at this picture and be like, "Okay, well, if you ain't worried, I'm not worried. You know it's early, and we all know it's early, and while it didn't look pretty, you clearly are comfortable cuz you're on Instagram posting pictures with puppies." Right. Did you say the T-shirt said "Off Day Vibes"? No, no the, the caption, caption says caption. "Off Day Vibes." Yeah, okay, okay. I will tell you guys this though, Cap. So SB Nation does a fan react survey. Mm-hmm. Survey. Yeah. Right. And let me just read to the read from this. According to the most recent SB Nation react survey, forty nine percent of the Dodgers fans are confident that the team is headed in the right direction. That's down from seventy three percent last week. That is an interesting stat to me because if fans of the team are that worried. I don't necessarily know that that justifies. I'm not, you know, what that even necessarily means, but that's a pretty interesting data point, if you will, Cap, for where things are at. Yeah, because I would have thought that if you would have asked me what are the statistics, like how worried are Dodger fans, I would have said to you that 75% of Dodger fans think this thing is no big deal and it'll all get turned around and they'll still win the World Series. I would have thought 75%. And you're telling me now that it's like 51% of people are like, oh, it'll, it'll be fine. Whereas forty nine percent, did I get the numbers right? Are thinking it's down. It's down from seventy three percent. Seventy four percent. Okay, so here's the deal. Seventy four percent of fans expect the Dodgers to win ninety seven games or more this season. That's a separate stat. Mm-hmm. But last week, seventy three percent of Dodger fans were confident the team was headed in the right direction. This week, we are now not only down twenty points, we are sub majority at forty nine percent. Do you have that level of concern, LZ, or do you think that's remotely justifiable? Do you not see this face? I, no, I do see your face. Yes. Now that you you and Demetrius have landed about an hour ago now. Now, now that LZ took off his Dodgers mask, you can yeah, see the face? Exactly. Can see the face. Exactly. So, no, okay, so LZ is not worried. I can see his face. Scott, I, I mean, I, I think that's that's a big drop from one week to another. Gregory, your thoughts? 
I don't think that that little stat means anything to me whatsoever. Forty nine. Did you not see his face? Did you not see his face? Okay, I'm just 49% saying. Forty nine percent of fans are upset. Okay, okay. I didn't say they were upset. Or they're, just they're confident, but the down other 51 from seventy. Don't. The the important point here is down from seventy three, yeah, not the look, number forty nine. Man, yeah. fans, we are all fans. LZ and I are fans of the Dodgers. Yeah, we the fanatics, the whole deal. People get upset really, really quickly. Especially when it comes to the Dodgers and these long series, we're in May. We're in May. May. I'm not. I don't. None Barely of this in double anything. digits, Greg. Right. Barely in double digits. None of, this, none of this right now means anything to me. They're still going to win the World Series. Okay. The games all count the same. You know that, right? I, I do, and they're still right there in the in the NL West, and they're still right, oh, right, walk right, right there. through the old yeah. right there. The right confidence, there. though, that we're still going to win the World Series. Yes, when you know we that are. The, the statistics say that. And I'm trying to remember the last time somebody repeated a, as World Series champs. I mean, in other Yankees. words, which was how long ago? 90. 30 years ago. Yeah, long time. I guess 20, what I'm saying is, is that it, it's so hard to repeat. And I understand why the Dodgers came, came into this season thinking there's people out there that will disparage the, the shortened season and the World Series. So we want to do it through the full marathon of 162. Um, but I, I don't the confidence has clearly this is clinton's point and by the way i like the data clinton yeah thank the, the, you the, the confidence is such that you the smell fans, like padres i can smell you from here oh my they God. don't have it well hey listen lz padres giants i thought this was a two-team race apparently it's a three-team race at least through 37 games of the season and this is where we differ you think the race has started what <laughs> <laughs> it's like may 10th or something the race has not started. What is today? I'm listening. Yeah. What, 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 could you please expand on this point? How, how the games in May count more than the games in, or count less than the games in September? You really don't know the difference between May and September? Every win counts. That's right. You're a win. Nationals fan. You no, just discovered listen, winning. Uh, no, 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 no. This you is just not about that. How I'm, to not win. One of these, I'm not one of these arrogant fans. This is about baseball. And this is actually a very serious point. The Giants. You can't ca- be that serious. Hold on. The Giants, the Giants coming into this play is actually the interesting part about this. Go on. Because while the entire discussion has been about, oh, the Padres are doing this, the Padres are doing that. Meanwhile, down in the Bay LZ, the Giants are putting together a little bit of a team here. And sure, they might listen, just be they might just be short run contenders, the, but like the little, you learn something about that. The little catcher's the hot. I'll give you that. The little catcher is having a nice little start to the season. Yeah. Yeah, but he's also fragile. We all know Buster gets busted a lot. I, look, so I'm just <laughs> saying that like it's one thing to be dealing with the Padres. It's another thing if you are in the mix, as Greg says. But Who's the most behind. talented team in baseball? The Dodgers are. But the top, once again, if you're not playing, you're not playing. That's why Cody Bellinger needs to come back. You know, you know I saw today on Instagram, mm-hmm. Bellinger put out another video of him running. So a couple days ago, he puts out this video, and everybody's like, okay, how's he doing? Because he looks pretty good. And then Dave Roberts came out and said, yeah, that was like 60%. So then Bellinger comes back with another video on Instagram, and I don't know if you guys have watched it. I've scouted it out, you know. I've done some scouting here, advanced scouting. What was he wearing? Nice. Um, he was wearing shorts and, and running shoes okay. is what he was wearing. But here's the thing. I got him at 62%. Oh, that's that's where you feel? That's what your scouting yeah, grade is? That's right. Hmm. My scouting okay. now has Bellinger at 62%. Dave Roberts had him at 60 the other day. So we're I've trending had him at upward. 62. Yes. We're trending upward. Okay. Right. 
All right. All I right. mean, listen. I, you know, listen. Also, I mean, and all, all jokes aside, Greg, there's nothing wrong with having a concern about what's happening with your team in the middle of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not, it's no. not blasphemous to say, yeah, this is an issue, and they need to turn it around in order to be able to be a good team. That's not, that's not ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous at all. And what they're, what you've been seeing over the first month and a half of the season is that they're not getting hits with runners in scoring yeah. position. They're not getting hits with two outs. They're not, you know, they're not hitting the ball into the outfield. It's really just ground balls or little pop outs. They're not really getting good contact and now over the last those last two games against uh seattle they were starting to get contact they were starting to so now what if you can start seeing that coming to play this weekend against the marlins then you start feeling a little bit thank you gregory this is the kind of chalk talk i'm here for not these dismissive hand waves and claiming that nobody else in the major leagues counts for anything at all this is what i need let's talk the ball my guy Thank you. <laughs> the last time you talked ball, callers called in and said you were wrong. You want to do this That's again? Fine. These callers ain't sitting here You're talking to, to me. Do this again? These callers ain't pretty as me. Okay. <laughs> These right. callers ain't worried about what I'm doing. Okay, Alex Rodriguez, calm down. <laughs> Yo, that guy's had a week. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But- All right, uh, uh, Clinton Yates is in for Sedano. It's SLK on 710. And coming up, big deal or no deal? What will we all learn this afternoon? We'll find out together next. It's SLK on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, it's SLK on a Friday. Working our way towards the weekend. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Live a little bit. Have some fun. Clinton Yates is in for George Sedano. And LZ has been just on fire today. And we got a game of big deal or no deal coming up. But LZ and Clinton here to join us to play a game of big deal or no deal. Midfielder from the LAFC. They got a big game coming up this weekend against Seattle. They played in late April and they tied 1-1. Seattle's got the best record in MLS at 4-0-1. So big game coming up here in LA. Mark Anthony K. M-A-K on SLK. What's up, Mac? How you doing? What's up? What's up, guys? How are you? What's up, my second favorite Canadian? (laughs) <laughs> Who's your first, Drake? Oh, Justin. <laughs> Justin who? Bieber? I it was Ariel. What? Or Trudeau. Trudeau. Go to the top, man. Smell some Justin Bieber. I need some power. <laughs> Make some laws. <laughs> That's great. I'm, I'm glad you asked him who his first favorite Canadian was because that was my question too. Mac, just before we get going, before we play Big Deal or No Deal, give us a little scouting report. Again, you guys have played against Seattle, um, tied mm-hmm. earlier this season. And so scout out the, the game for us this weekend. Yeah, I think it's going to be another intense one. Um, Seattle is on fire right now. They start the season red hot. So uh, it's going to be another challenge for our group of guys to, to get, have the right mentality going into the game and try to get the most out of it. I think we've been unlucky these first four games. Obviously, we, we won our first game. But I think the, the mentality of the group in the last three games have been really strong. It just... Unfortunately, we haven't been able to, to get the results to match that. So Seattle's another big test, but we want to be continue to be a big team. We've got to deal with them. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Mac, because I tend mm-hmm. just to be honest, period. 
Um, so often in sports, when a team has a amazing season or two, but continuously come up short in the championship round, mm-hmm. there's a Correct. tremendous letdown. We've seen it Correct. multiple times. I think the Atlanta Falcons is the latest example. Are you concerned at all? Is the team concerned at all that you're now heading in that direction? No, not at all. We're four games into a 34-game season, so I think it's too early to even think like that. And, you know, I think the best teams and athletes never are going to let themselves think like that. So, yeah. All right. That kind of follows our, our Dodger conversation. You think the Dodgers are, are fine just the way they are right now, 37 games in? Um, again, I, I don't know. Things can change. There are a lot of games in baseball. Yep, you got so, a long, long way to go. There's a lot, lot of, lot of games. So you're so saying it's only May? Is, is that what you're saying? Have they played a quarter of their games? Have they played yeah, a quarter right? of their games? I, I mean, I, I was asking too the segment before you came on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've been pretty much arguing all day. One of the uh, big arguments today was: Should you play AD and LeBron in these last two Laker games? You got an opinion? If they're if they're healthy, yeah, play play them for sure. I'm sorry, my, my headphones aren't working. Could could you repeat that, please? If they're, if they're healthy, healthy, play them. Oh, okay. If. if they're healthy, play them. Okay. Yeah. Why weren't they playing? Oh, right, because they weren't healthy. I thought you weren't talking this segment. Didn't you uh, say that in the break? <laughs> I did you, say that. I five guy. Oh, okay. All right, just checking. Just checking. Hey, Mac, it's good to have you back on the show, man. And, and good luck to you, you and LAFC this weekend against Seattle. Are you ready to play? Are you ready to play big deal or no deal? Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's All get right. it. All right, Greg Bergman, you know, speaking of big deals, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000, 1-800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. Greg Bergman, big deal or no deal. All right, thank you. And just so, Clinton, you haven't been here when we've done this, so everything is going to go to Mac. Mac answers, and you guys just discuss his answers. Very well. Okay. All right. So, Mac, Clinton said yesterday that The Greatest Showman is the best musical in the history of musicals. Films. Completing, <laughs> completely excluding The Wiz. No. So, oh, whoa. <laughs> this is a massive mischaracterization, okay? Hey, hey, it's, on question, no. it's on me, tape. It's on tape. I'll just explain it. It's on the podcast. He's so mad. For musicals involving that don't primarily involve black it's people on, is basically what I was saying. All right. Anyway. Mac so. is on the podcast. Listen to it. Greg tells no lies. <laughs> So, so Mac, so Mac, are musicals a big deal or no deal? You know, I'm gonna say yes. They're they're a big, big part of kids' childhood. Thank you. And Why'd you say the, kids? The fact that the fact that you can have something like The Greatest Showman come out and do really well with adults shows that it takes a big hold on people's childhood. So yeah, I think they're they're it's a big deal. What is your favorite musical? Just real quick. Um, maybe the Jungle Book. I would say the Jungle Book, probably. That's a musical. Yes, musical films was the title. That's a good answer. It's a a musical film title. Yeah, Disney. Most of you name any Disney movie, it's a musical. Nah, that's true. You ain't never had a friend like. Correct. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Anyway, um, all right, Mac. I know you didn't drink. I know you don't drink much, but if you did. Would you be mm-hmm. drinking a hard pickle seltzer? And do you think that's a big deal or no deal? Uh, 
off. Why are you thinking about yeah, it? Yeah, that's a no. That's a no deal. <laughs> I don't go. know. I was trying to, <laughs> yeah, no deal. I don't know what people out there are thinking about pickled seltzers and why that's an option. But yeah, no deal for me. I think maybe. Um, would you try a cucumber seltzer? Would you consider that? Yes. Yes, I would try that. But, okay. So, but you, we all yeah. realize that a cucumber morphs into a pickle when when Not sitting, naturally. Well, you I gotta mean, do you, stuff to it. Yeah, you throw it in a big barrel of of whatever it is, making and it then sound you, like it's a like a cocoon. And it comes out a butterfly. We gotta mess with that that cucumber to make it a pickle. Right. We put it in a big barrel of vinegar. It sits around for a little while. It comes out a pickle. So, Mac, you'd go with the cucumber seltzer, but no pickle seltzer. Yes. Yes, I'm sticking with that. He's upset because he likes raisins, and he's trying to do the grapes and raisins thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last one for you here. LZ has had a – I'm sorry, Laura. Totally my fault. Show's falling one. apart on a Friday. It, always. Yeah, it's, it's Friday. Oh, you exactly. think it's Friday? Laura, yeah. I apologize. I did right. not win. All right. So, <laughs> so, Mac, LZ has had a crazy day with Uber where he actually was stopped three times from, from being picked up – or seven times, excuse me, LZ. But – this isn't really much of a big deal or no deal. It's more of give us your craziest Uber story. Ooh, craziest Uber story. Um, yeah, this is actually funny. I remember this. I was in the, uh, a van Uber with a couple of my friends, teammates. Um, there were two girls in there that we, we didn't really know. Oh, and then Lord. my now wife in the what? front seat. So we were, we were leaving the club and I decided to, you know, I put her in the front seat. You know, I want her to be safe away from the crazy activities that's going on, you know, keeping her far away from bad people in a sense, you know, my teammates. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Uber driver thought he, he it was his right to, to try and hit on her. You know? Well, it so, was. No, 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 no. no. So... That was probably my worst Uber experience, realizing that I was trying to do something good, put her in the front seat. Here, you got shotgun. And was she receptive? To... No, of course not. Well, look at us today. You know what right. I mean? I mean so, I, thank, you. thank you for warding off this dirty Mac in LZ I, over I'm, here. I'm asking if she was receptive. <laughs> no way. Did she say, stop flirting with me, young man? <laughs> Listen to this. She let me know right away. But she, she doesn't like confrontation, so she told me after the fact, knowing that I couldn't have the opportunity to confront him. So, ah. yeah. Mm. I play that game, too, sometimes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I come after the fact and be like, go up, can you believe what he did to me? <laughs> but while it was happening, I was like, I ain't that pretty, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Mac, uh, we wish you the best of luck Sunday when LAFC welcomes Seattle to town and a great opportunity for you guys to get a big win. Thank you, guys. Yes, Thank sir. you again. And continue up the good work and giving people some stuff to, to laugh about. Hey, awesome. Hey, hey Mac, am I still invited to the wedding after that joke or is that a no-go? Of course. Hey, hey your invite is, is coming. They haven't even been created yet, but you'll get one. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Because I don't really <laughs> think she was receptive. I was just doing radio. <laughs> this guy. I'm pretty sure you he's got- had this on the brain all afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it, you, you got to say it's all because of the calls that came in earlier today about all the craziness with people in Ubers. Uh, people are still talking about it on Twitter. All the crazy stories from earlier today. Mac, have a great weekend, man. Good luck to you and to the LAFC. Coming up. 
Clinton Yates told me yesterday he got to get something off his chest. And I'll just say it like this. USC and UCLA fans, is Vegas about to take over the Pac-12? I know Clinton wants to go off. We'll get to that coming up, but Kiki is standing by. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. SLK on a Friday afternoon. Getting ready to wrap it up. Hey. Head into the weekend. What up? Hey. Laura's got the club joints on now. I mean. Hey, hey, I'm at Acapulco. <laughs> LZ is standing and dancing. He's got the yeah. little old man two-step going on with a little samba swing in the hips, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you will. Nice. Just in case there's a Latino around. Right. <laughs> Clinton Yates is in for George Sedano. George is back on Monday. Glad you were here the last couple of days, Clinton. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. No doubt. Thank you. So, dude. You and I were, were chatting a couple days ago, and I know you really wanted to get into this. We hadn't had a time. We've been talking a lot of Lakers and a lot of Dodgers and then a lot of Uber and all yeah. kinds of other stuff that's been going on. So I asked the question before we, we came back, which was USC and UCLA fans, is Vegas taking over the Pac-12? What does that mean? So, Clinton, jump into this for us. So the guy, the new Pac-12 commissioner is – hold on is – a, is a guy who basically – comes from MGM Resorts, mm-hmm. and his name is George. I don't know how to pronounce this word, this name, so like I don't want to botch it and say George Klyavkov, whatever. Just call him George Clinton. George, George K is what we'll call him. <laughs> so the, the, reason I, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because the Pac-12, for the past 10 years, you know, under the... Um, under their last commissioner, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Larry Scott? Yeah, that guy was Larry Scott. He was wafer yeah. of <laughs> cracker. Um, was <laughs> just not like the Pac 12 should be a more important conference in America. Agreed. You know, it should not be relegated to, oh, we get to watch Arizona State play in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Because they've got like a cool stadium and everybody knows who Herm Edwards is. The Pac 12 should be a conference of, uh, of, of matter, you know, in the country. And here's the deal. Sports is moving LZ towards these gambling sites being interspersed with everything we do and kind of saving a lot of news, so to speak, outlets in terms of the money that they can inject. And to me, this is about as forward thinking as you can get. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that because a guy comes from a casino that the, the, the college game is going to get overtaken with gambling. That's not what I'm saying. But this is at least where the culture is moving. So the Pac-12 cap is out ahead of something in terms of what I think is sort of the latest um, – you know, sort of recruiting ground for where people are getting ideas from. I think this is a really good move for the Pac-12 to move into the new century and decade, which they have not been in in the last couple, you know, last decade or so. But it's my yeah. sense, particularly with some of the higher tiered, sort of the blue bloods of the Pac-12, if you will, um, there's a degree of arrogance. There's a high degree of arrogance. I didn't want to go all the way there. <laughs> okay. But... And that arrogance is tied to the academic excellence that they like to think of themselves in preserving. And gambling kind of feels dirty. 
it's, it's, to that academic snobberish. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I hear what you're saying, but I wonder if boosters and alumni, not necessarily the ADs and presidents. Okay, I got you. But the people who make sure there's enough money to pay these coaches you want and build the buildings that you want, et cetera. I wonder how they would feel about the Pac-12 being buddy-buddied with an element of society that they feel is underneath them or beneath them because of their academic Cap, for me, this is an evolve or or die situation. Well, right. So the guy that they hired, and, and I know, Clinton, you mentioned it, but for everybody that's just getting to us, he was the president of entertainment and sports at MGM Resorts International. So you can imagine that, that here he was sitting atop uh, a very big gambling-centric company and an entertainment-centric company. And the first thing he does when he takes over, uh, or it's announced that he's taking over the Pac-12, is he says, listen, men's basketball and football have to get involved in the national championship race. It's, yes. This is what he's saying. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. that the Pac-12 doesn't get included in the conversation about the national championship of football. I mean, that, that was one of his big pushes. But, Clinton, I think you're right in that to get ahead of gambling – Look, the NFL forever did want to hear about gambling, and then they moved a team into Las Vegas. But for, it's not just that. It's that many of the owners of NFL teams are actively involved as investors yeah. in some of these biggest gambling and fantasy daily fantasy sites. So, But the some stigma, of these same owners are also involved in various degrees to marijuana and the cannabis industry, and they still have been very slothful. Right. Right, but okay. My point is place. though. My point overall, though, is LZ and Cap is that this feels like the Pac-12 is actually like down with the times. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah, is yeah. something that has not happened in recent memory. That they, you know, you mentioned these old boosters who want to get stuck in the Stone Age about various slimy things. Um, Cap, you talk about the fact that they're not even in the discussion for uh, football's playoff and college football. Like this felt like oh. The Pac-12 is paying attention to what's happening around the world or what's happening in the country, never mind in California, and is actually reacting to that in a way that isn't foolhardy. I think this is just a, I think it's a good hire, Cap, is the easiest way for me to say that. It is a good hire because you're right. He is tapped to where the sport is going. Yes. I only wonder if he has the communication chops to bring those boosters who have kept this this conference going with him. Yeah. Because he can't leave them. No. He can't leave them. I see what you're saying. So he's got to convince them that this is a good thing for the conference. Let me ask you guys both one question, though, about the gambling side of things. promise it's going to be one question? (laughs) Yeah, here it goes. Here it goes. You're going to ask a follow-up. You know you are. It's going to be more than one. Let him ask, please. Thank you. At least the first part of the first question. Okay. See, he's already admitted it. Do either of you guys gamble on sports? I don't. No. I'm, I like one money way too much to gamble it. Okay, me neither. I, I don't gamble on sports. I don't bet on football. I was a freshman in college. I was 19 years old. I bet on one football game. It was a Monday night football game. Buffalo was playing like Cincinnati. I want to say Jim Kelly versus Boomer Esiason. I thought it was an automatic win, so I bet through a friend who called the bookie, blah, 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 and then I lost. And I was like, wait a second. 50 bucks. How many colleges? I don't. That's, that's a, a lot week of money. Of beer, yeah. Right. That's a lot of money. And I paid the $50. 
And I swear to you, had I won, maybe I would enjoy sports wagering. But I lost my first one. I've never bet a game. So with all of the sports wagering that seems to be coming and is becoming more legal around the country and it won't be long before California, I'm like looking at myself going, I don't know any of this stuff. I mean, I, I barely know over, under, and, and you know, point spread. But yeah, I mean, money it, lines and stuff, I'm lost. It's a whole – It's what it is is it's the new – I mean, it's – Look, fantasy and gambling have now sort of morphed into the sort of third wave of, you know, how we present sports. You know, there's mm-hmm. super stats guys, there's like, you know, sort of fashion guys, and then there's the gamblers, you know what right. I mean, who are now they but now they've have they've always an, been there. Right, they've always been there, but right. they now have sort of an official seat at the table and it's been kind of sanitized, you know? ESPN is literally has studios in Las Vegas they built for shows that are literally based around gambling. My man Doug, who does uh, the Daily Line or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, uh, you know, I can't remember the name because I don't gamble, but it's a good show. You know, it's informative. And I, I, I think that that's the main thing that I'm taking away from this is that they're not looking at this blindly and saying, oh, here's some famous guy that can fix our thing. It's like, hey, maybe that we need to figure out a lot of other things because, again, the TV network situation, debacle, debacle. you know what I'm saying? The competitive terrible. balance of so many of the sports in that in that conference, not good. Not good. You know, not and good. that's half of what you have to fix. People got to know where you are. So they can pay attention. And I think that this guy, if you come from Vegas, you know how to make people pay attention. Right. If you can make people come out in the middle of the desert yes. with a place with no true natural resources. Where they're going to get their money taken. And where they're going to get their money taken <laughs> and you're still successful, you're pretty good at your right. job. Right. You know, that's the kind of energy we need in the Pac-12. I'm just curious as to how he thinks he's going to get a champion out of the Pac-12. Because that means he believes that something needs to change and it can't just be the attitude. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about this as key before, which is that basically USC football runs the Pac-12 roof. Right. It's in all of sports. If USC football is good and relevant nationally, the Pac-12 has a chance to be standing on their own two feet. Well, Sam Donald's free now, isn't he? <laughs> Definitely Josh Rosen is. Let's just run it back. Yeah, um, well, Josh Rosen is probably more available than Sam Donald. Sam Donald's got to start worrying about Week one, taking on the New York Jets for his Carolina Panthers. Real quick, fellas, mm-hmm. what do you got cooking this weekend? Give me, what do you got going on, LZ? What are you going to do this weekend? Smoke. <laughs> I have a, okay, that was in, insightful. I have a friend, uh, I have a friend from high school in town, so we're hanging out. Are you going right. to smoke while he's in town? Oh, okay. All right. No. I'm, I'm just, see? See? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'm also uh-huh. going to, because I'm an Angel City FC fan, the uh, NWSL team that is coming to L.A., they're having a function this weekend oh, I love at that. the beach, so I'll be going. That's cool. Yeah. What are you doing, Cap? Me, I got a daughter who's turning 19 tonight, so I'm going to a little birthday dinner for her. Tomorrow, You're going my four- to a birthday dinner? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm throwing it, you know. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. My uh, 14-year-old has a track tournament tomorrow. Nice. You know? Yeah. So I'm psyched about that. And, um, yeah, I'm going to play dad. That's what I'm going to do all weekend. We love to see it. Hey, Greg Bergman, phenomenal work. Unique, my queen. Outrageous. <laughs> Ooh, my queen. My queen. Yes. She's Ooh. my queen. Your queen, Bye, y'all. Be, your queen be getting loose at the Ubers. <laughs> LZ, Damn. phenomenal work out of you, sir. Wait, wait, was that on air, Laura? Yes, it was. Okay. I'm going to cut your mic now. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> uh, much love, Clinton Yates. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We are back on Monday. Lakers basketball all weekend. A little sleet time for you with Travis coming up. See you on Monday. Peace. Fearful.